0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And please don't forget your entire dream
1: team. Groomer Joey polani animal communicator Joey Turner, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, Susan Sims, and of course Vellani, the world famous Russian dog wizard. All here toll free, 1-866-405-405. 8405. Happy New Year's Woo-hoo. to you. Yeah. Not so loud. Woo, not, so loud. No, not so loud. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
2: Sorry, yeah. Judy.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
1: In the news, uh, I see, starting the new year with old news. This has got to be like two years old, three years old this has been going on. NFL quarterback Michael Vick back in the news. Oh, he, no. he wants a dog. He wants to adopt a dog, apparently.
2: No way. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah, and he's not legally allowed to have a dog, but uh, we'll tell you the story coming up in the news today about how he loves animals. He really does, and he's
1: causing quite a stir as the our own humane society, humane society of the United States top dog, Wayne Pacelli has endorsed him getting a dog. Kind of a surprise. Really? I'm
3: shocked. I would have thought that he would be the first person to step up and say no, never.
1: And some organizations have taken out a full-page ad in some newspapers that say the, uh, the Eagles wrote the Humane Society... Uh a giant check. Guess who now says Michael Vick can own a dog? Oh, maybe the Humane oh. Society. Oh, I get. I see how Man. that works. Now, I see both sides, and, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you about both yeah. sides, plus you'll hear it in the news coming up in just a few minutes. And we want to hear what you think about it at one 405 mm. I'm stirring it up right now. I, the phones are already ringing. All the lines are ringing right now, and we'll go to them in just a few minutes. Medical marijuana in the news, not just for humans. What's the deal, Lori? Well,
2: I don't You know, I'm just going to tell you, there's a real happy farmer in France, and he's got a happier flock of something, and I'm going to tell you uh, what that's all about coming up uh, in the news.
1: I'm afraid to ask.
2: Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: All on the way, uh, Joey's just walking in after a week of uh, hosting Prince. Prince, you know, during the week, we all have our regular jobs. I stuff envelopes full of Stella and Chewy samples. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, Joey, he sets up musical acts, big musical acts. And he Very
4: impressive. Was, he was hanging with Prince this week. I ran, I, I'm i working I'm working with the, the biggest f***ing pain in the a** artist I ever worked with. i got to run back with dealing with Prince. <laughs> who, who is it? Prince yeah, is no a f***ing prince. prince. Oh, what a well, point Why? What would he I do? Mean, it's been 10 days now um, that, that we've been working with him because he's um, re- rehearsing. We got to show up, um, and he just does not like the sound, but he don't. He doesn't come in. We get in about 8 o'clock in the morning. He don't show up till 6 at night, and then we don't leave until 1 in the morning. And um, this crazy. poor sound guy, I would hate to be this sound guy because he just tears this guy up, and it's 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 really it's him is the problem because the configuration of his stage is not conducive to um it's because it's in the center to, to how the sound flow in the building is. And and, and they can't, they cannot get it right. I mean, yeah. he just, and I'll tell you, he's very, very involved, um, very eccentric. I mean, in a way, you sit there and you listen to him and you're like, okay, you know what? It's cool that this guy's so involved, but he's such a pain in the ass. You can't look at him. Like us, we're not allowed to look at him. So when he comes out, if he gives you eye contact, you look down. Really? Oh and, my um, it's just, yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't look at him. He don't, he don't, and, and, and if he talks to you, he talks through somebody to re, to, and he, he'll stand he'll, he'll stand right in front of you, and he'll talk to his um his production personnel to tell you
5: oh that um you know gosh. can you
4: have them can you have them move these speakers or you know do this or do that.
1: What was the deal? He like uh, was Prince, and then he changed his name to like a symbol, and then he's Prince again. What it, the,
4: yeah, the symbols all over everything. It is, and um, it's funny because I've asked a few people, you know, what does it mean, and you know, these people just look at me and <laughs> shrug their shoulders, like <laughs> we don't have a clue. But you know, we don't we don't bother to ask him because he's um, he's a strange character.
3: He's yeah. short too, but, isn't he? he, he
4: is. You know old. what? It's, it's funny because everyone to me, I mean, I'm five, <laughs> I'm five <laughs> foot six. So you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely he's definitely thin. You know, he's lean and um, but. Um, um, yeah, he's about my height. Entourage? No, he don't even have an entourage. He has one, just real sexy, like a, a a woman that'll blow your mind away, and that's it. That's all he comes in with. This real, real beautiful Italian um um girl, but that's about it.
1: A brand new survey came in. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it during the show. Over half of Canadians trust pets more than people. Not really hard to believe. 8405 four zero five eight four zero five. We're going to the phones next.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio.
1: Judy Francis is screening your calls toll free at one 405 I'm Hal Abrams, Lori Roberts working hard in the newsroom and twittering. I think she... Is that what you're doing? Are you twittering? Or... You don't twitter. I don't twitter. Yeah, I do. No. What are
2: you, texting <laughs> over there? You're not a Twitter. Yeah, I... I'm not a no texting requires a great deal of concentration agility. on my part. <laughs> and, uh, small I've fingers. gotten better I, at it now that I have an iPhone. So, but still, it's no. I, I'm focusing 100 percent on putting together
1: the newscast. Okay, I'm no there with tweets on involved. The, uh, texting, I can never get my fingers; they're too big for the little letters.
2: <laughs> it's just it takes a lot of focus, and sometimes I don't have this uh, after New Year's uh, Eve. Yeah,
3: see, I find I'm more focused when I do it in the car.
1: Yeah, when you're texting when yeah. you're driving, it oh, yeah. all- <laughs> kind
3: to
2: of go. illegal. But yeah. oh,
3: you put it down in your lap so nobody can see.
1: Right next to your cocktail. Oh, right? Yeah, there you, know, you can- go you semi-automatic. Yeah. Happy New Year's <laughs> to you, by the way. Big New Year's show for you today. Is it a big New Year's show? It is a big New Year's because show. Because she says so. That's right. And we'd love to hear from you. We're live at 1-866-405-8405. And I just got this list, a 2010 list of the 60 most unusual ingested objects by animals. This is put Ooh. together by a, a pet insurance company that ends up paying claims. In fact, they paid $3 million <laughs> treating pets that ingested foreign objects. Ooh. And it's not the kind of stuff you think of. You know, it's uh, stuff like. uh See, I would
3: think coins and rocks.
1: Yeah, they're on there. They're uh-huh. on the list, but there's some unusual ones like uh, the estrogen patch. Oh
2: yeah, that's so a big problem now. Yeah, that's no good.
1: Uh, light bulbs. Uh,
2: oh my
3: god. Frisbees. I've heard of that. Frisbees. frisbees. I guess yeah. they have to chew them up a little.
1: Uh, jumper cables is also on the list.
3: Jeez. Uh,
1: deer antlers, uh, partial antlers. You know those little things that they chew on. It's kind of like, it's supposed to be a treat, like not a, good yeah. for them folks. Uh, TV remote control.
3: Oh, yeah. I think cell phones, too, probably. I don't see that on the
1: list. That's interesting. That's not on the list. When they were little
2: bitty, when they were really small. Yeah, Yeah, I would think.
1: I still have my big brick uh, cell phone from 19... uh, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Come on, Hal, it's, give have, it a try. It works. Why, why, why yeah. trade it in? You, you know, still have your All first your m- fancy uh, Wi-Fi stuff. You have your
3: first Mac, too, don't you?
1: Also on the list of one of the uh, items ingested that paid out an insurance claim last year was a foot-long submarine sandwich. Now, folks, I, I don't see how you, that would cause a problem. I could do that. Yeah, I, I well, often do.
3: You know, I'm curious to see, with all these items, what dog... What, what kind breed of, of dog, dog ingest oh, yes. most those right. items? Because like Labradors, It has, has to be a retriever, I'm yeah. guessing. Yes. Lab, golden, something like that, I'm guessing. Yeah.
1: And watch out for your eyeglasses, too. This was on the list, as well as your rosary Ooh. crucifix. If you have a crucifix, make sure that uh, your dog doesn't eat it. All on the list. <laughs> we'll put this list up at the website if you want to see it. It's worth a gander at uh, AnimalRadio.com. We're all here live today on uh, New Year's Day, One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. You want to talk to the doctor? Dr. Debbie, ask her about your uh, goiter. No, your your pet's oh, animal how? questions, okay? Not human animal questions. Too much information. Groomer, Joey Volani. Perhaps your pet over-imbibed uh, on New Year's Eve. A, animal communicator, Joy Turner is here. Also, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And uh um, are your company. If you're working today, we'd love to hear from you, too. Good morning, afternoon, Dennis. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Where are you? You have that DJ voice. <laughs> I bet the ladies love that, huh? I don't know. I uh, People
6: have told me that over the years, of course, I'm, I, I just woke
7: up, so I, oh. I, I probably have that That was going to be my uh, next thought, is maybe he, we just woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sexy. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so what's going on with your dog? Is it your dog? Yes, yes. I have Dr. Debbie here. She can help you. That's
7: good. Pretty good. Pretty good. What kind of baby you got?
6: Oh, he's, uh, he's about 11 year old, um, Belgian Cabernet. Got some Chow and Shepherd in him. Just a great, lovely dog. Always friendly, loves everybody. Uh-huh. Beautiful dog, you I know, just, uh, oh. um, he's got these, uh, fatty deposits, like, under his, like, uh, chest, on his shoulders, and, uh, I'm just concerned, wondering. People have told me that it's not a big deal, but I'm just kind of wondering about that.
7: Yeah, and, and that's a great question because we do see a lot of lumps and bumps, um, that a lot of times we'll just call them fatty tumors. And I always kind of have little cautions on that. Um, uh, fatty tumors or lipomas as we call them, um, are very common and they're usually more on the underbelly, on the undercarriage, maybe the 50%, uh, lower part of the dog. And, um, they are completely benign. Um, the problem is that it, it's hard to tell by look and by feel which tumor might be a lipoma and which might be something else. So if they're in other locations other than the underside, then I get a, certainly a little bit more skeptical. Um, but in many cases, fatty tumors will be kind of movable in the skin, so we can kind of move them like a little marble. Um, But not in every case. There's types that are very invasive and then kind of grow between muscle layers. Um, So the number one thing I would suggest anytime we've got a lump or bump we're questioning is to do a needle biopsy or what we call a fine needle aspirate. And we just make some slides, send it out to the lab, and have a look-see. And if we see fat cells and nothing else, um, then we'll call that a fatty tumor and probably a benign one, and it'll be kind of a low priority on my medical list for that pet. Um, But if there's something else or it's a little questionable on that needle biopsy, then I move to surgery and I'll I'll remove these. Um, There is a possibility with some fatty tumors that they can actually be malignant. And and a lot of people don't know that. It's not terribly common, but some fatty tumors can be what we call liposarcomas. So they can have that potential to be be a a bit more uh, concerning for the pet's health. Um, but I'd say, you know, a needle biopsy is always a place that I'll go. And then, you know, if I do diagnose a lipoma on a pet, in many cases I may say, okay, when's the next time we're planning to have your baby under anesthesia for, maybe a dental cleaning, something like that. Those would be the times that I, I tend to approach those because um, it's just not something that I'll run out right away and, and put the pet under anesthesia for. So have you had these checked out at all yet, Dennis?
6: No, I haven't. Um like I said, a friend of mine um... I guess goes to a really good doctor that's done a lot of wonderful things and, uh, she's, she's always told me that they weren't
7: a, a big deal. Yeah, you know what, yeah, and, and, and it's just a matter of comfort level, um, you know, I've seen oodles and oodles of lipomas in my lifetime, but I can tell you the one client that uh, for many years, we thought that she had a fatty tumor that was just benign, it ended up years later becoming a liposarcoma, so I hate to say that uh, in a general speaking, um, that everyone is okay, because uh, you know, I've had uh, a couple of those do that, and uh, you know, if it's your baby, um, I would certainly advocate, you know, being as proactive as possible, getting that needle biopsy done it's really not a big deal it's like getting a vaccine and in, uh, in reverse um so it's a pretty quick easy procedure so if it makes you sleep easier at night then then i'm all for it so
1: better safe I than did, sorry
6: i did notice that uh, he had one kind of on his shoulder mm-hmm. quite exactly on the uh, underbelly that's kind of on the side but right, yeah well, right by his leg you know
7: yeah, and, and not to say it couldn't be a fatty tumor, but, you know, it certainly might raise my eyebrows a little bit more in those locations that, uh, you know, if you were here in my office, I'd say, you know what, this would be one that I really feel pretty strongly um, by location might be something we want to look at and investigate a little further. Um, so, you know, consider that and see, um, you know, if that's something that uh, your vet agrees with. Um, like I said, it's pretty easy, and, you know, we vets like to poke things. You and do. You're is, weird that way. Yeah, and but this is such a routine procedure that I just I know a lot of people are afraid of the idea of surgery biopsies but a needle biopsy is something that can be done very quick easily it's not that costly so I'm a fan of it
1: one 405 8405 to connect with anyone of the dream team we'll head back to the phones next but first I want to thank R.L. Arf for sponsoring this segment of Animal Radio now you can bag the bag can the can with meals from R.L. Arf that are home cooked frozen and shipped right to your door. Choose from a wide range of wellness and medical diets. You can even build your own meals using ingredients from their exclusive dog dinner designer. RL Arf does the cooking for you. Arf, arf. To get started, visit R-L-Arf, A-R-F,
8: arfcom as you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, which I received. People asking me, what the heck dog training collar you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training collars. Very humane, very gentle, create a gentle grip through the neck, imitate a doggy mama bite, will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would-be starting point of dealing with unrolled. Pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist. Yeah, he color, a
9: very bad attitude.
8: We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They're very humane. What is the name of it? Strong color right. with quick release by company Herm Springer.
1: And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R And of course, we have links
8: at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy, dogs are okay, that's for sure.
1: Oh, if you dog could dog only see Lady Bungo Studio Stunt Dog her, dance hold her, hold her, hold her. to this. She stands on those two little legs and does circles. She's very talented. She little is. dog you got there one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. We're all here. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, as well as groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, animal communicator Joey Turner, and even Susan Sims with more giveaways today. She's sending someone to another destination. I'm not exactly sure where. She won't tell me because she says I have a big mouth and I say too much. <laughs> I do know that Joey has a tip today for making your dog's hair beautiful using olive oil. And I'm a big fan of olive oil. Hmm. Uh, not the cartoon but uh, the actual uh, Italian you know oh. and you figure he's Italian so you see the whole connection. Yeah you're
3: there. making me hungry huh? I
1: am hungry. Do so you have dude. some bread and olive oil? Right now the phones are ringing like crazy because Michael Vick wants a dog. He wants to adopt a dog. Some people say that's okay. Some people say that's atrocious. You can't do that. What do you think a at toll free at one 405 8405 You would be surprised who thinks it's okay. Like the uh, Humane Society of the United States President Wayne Pacelli thinks it's okay i don't get it our very own dr debbie thinks it's okay judy not so much she doesn't think it's a good idea i don't know where you stand on this vlade do you think michael vick should be able to adopt a dog now
8: hey uh you know this is the same guy uh, could, could you tell me a little bit background what happened with that guy I'm yeah, just uh, he's
1: uh what he did is he got a bunch of dogs together he's the Eagles he played on a football team and he got a bunch of dogs together for dog fights a big dog fighting ring
8: ah I remember that remember? Yeah. I a, yeah I think it's a his PR I think that's what he does to make a better impression about himself I'm not sure if it's sincere or not but uh, because I'm in Hollywood as well I understand what PR means and I think you know if it's for from this perspective, I am against. But if he sincerely wants it, so why not? You would go
1: ahead and endorse it. You would say it's okay for him to have a dog now,
8: if he's sincere. If yeah, he's but he's if it's a PR, which I believe it is, I am against.
1: Okay. Let us know what you think at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It is a brand new New Year. Some of us have broken our New Year's resolutions already, and in just a few minutes, Dr. Debbie has uh, her New Year's resolution, and it's very poignant. So I want to be able to share it with all of you this year. I see there's a brand new survey. It said, "Do you do you like
8: Canadians?" Bloody. <laughs> of course I do. Okay. Because, you know, the only one thing we're fighting about, is it, it is the hockey. Hockey. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, while I was uh, listening to you, uh, you know, I, I, I see the jury and you already have one of your new year resolution as far as keep yourself healthy and beautiful. Oh, you yeah. know, you're putting al- al- olive oil on your body now, inside and all, all over
1: yeah. you. I rub it all over just because yeah. Joey you should try it. Don't knock it until you try it.
8: I know. I like that saying, too. Um, but you know what? In Russia, we put coconut oil on the face coconut that's even oil. better. Coconut, coconut, oil. coconut oil. Oh, I have yeah. to
1: remember that. Plus it's probably yeah. yummy too. Yeah.
8: It is it's a great antibiotic as well. Yeah. You know. Really? Didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Sunburn amazing. taking care of it. It's much better than olive oil. So my my friend uh, our from New Jersey, what you know, yeah, I'm just so sorry, but you know, I know in Italy they're using a lot of olive oil. In Russia we use coconut oil. Okay,
1: so you can—it's
8: interchangeable. You can use the coconut oil or the olive Wait, oil. Wait, you don't have a exactly. lot of
3: coconut trees in
8: Russia, do you? No, no, we don't. But you know, we have a lot of uh, friends from different countries who are sending them, <laughs> uh, okay. uh, sending it to us. But, but, uh, I, sorry, I interrupt you. So, so, what, what, is the deal about, about the Canadians? Canadians, yeah, Canadians, those
1: wacky Canadians. I always like to think of Canada as like America's sombrero. If you think <laughs> about that, but uh, Ca- Canada, they did a brand new survey on pets and what their uh, humans think. Of their pets. And over half of Canadian pet owners think their animals are more reliable than people more reliable than people and nearly all of them talk to their pets on a regular basis and some even confess their deepest darkest secrets have you ever told your dog Mika a secret that you probably wouldn't tell like Antonina your wife
8: you know I have to tell you it's time of confession right okay. now okay. And okay. I, I, re- I really saying? do because you know what I'm seeing how much more than my wife Antonina my wife Antonina I see just in the night before I go to bed and early in the morning uh-huh. and Mika I see 24-7 we're right. living with with her in the van, so I do confess her some of my dreams, some yeah. of my worries, and it's it's uh, so good because, you know, she can just come to you and put his put her head on my shoulders or my knee as we're driving Aww. and tell me, you tell me, you tell me, Vladi. See, I, I love the pets, no no less than the people, you know, who are calling us or you guys, but you know what? I also uh, balance that love with discipline and authority. That's always, always what I'm pitching about. It's
1: very, very important, and if you start early, then you don't have behavior problems down the line. I see that with Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. You actually trained Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog when she walked into the house, and since then she's been very, very good. She was, was a
8: little bitch in the beginning. I remember d- she was d- yeah, a girl.
1: The time to start training your pet as soon as you get them, as soon as as soon as they're born, they start training.
8: Yes. This is a great example. Right now, I'm having in my home one four and a half months pit bull. A blue Aww. pit, you know, that's kind of very cute one and very nice one. And you know what? I was thinking to take that dog because my my standards of training is very high. Sometimes it's not for this age. It should be a little bit older in order to perform, to teach him all that Europeans manners. And But uh-huh. you know what? Like I keep telling all the time, dogs as the human, some of them just are born smart and some <laughs> born stupid and some born between. This pit Bull is just amazing dog. He is percepting everything wonderfully and we still... Started early and we socializing him intensively, Um, you know, taking him to the dog parks, taking him to the different my clients and Uh socializing with the kids and things like that. So I have no doubts that Pete will be the best pet in the world one of the best pets in the world people will, will have it because he will learn everything basically and it's like a hell said it's gonna it, it will happen at the early age
3: you know a lot of people got puppies at this time of the year and i don't know if that misconception still out there but some people think that they should wait till the dog is six months old before they train them before they train them, yeah,
5: yeah,
8: I think we have a very low standards in our education system in generally. It's uh, we Europeans always keep complaining. You see we love this country, don't get me wrong, but if we if you ask us Europeans what is the two worst thing in America? Uh, we always will you know finger pointing to two things. number one, education, public education. yeah Yeah, not the private education you know everything for money in America is the best and the great but it's not right it's, this is the greatest country in the world deserves to have a best edu- public education system in the world, and unfortunately not. I do believe, I do believe when it comes to the raising our kids or training our puppies, two things which stink in the big way of success is, number one, lack of discipline in our classrooms, lack of discipline in our dog training classes, uh-huh. and number two... Lack of expectations. What do we expect out of three, four months, puppy? Hell, just to do mm-hmm. seat for the cookie and down for the cookie and, and walk the stupid circles making in the classroom. That's it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, we believe early, the earlier you start, the, the more your dog can learn. Like a kids, it's all about the Set up the proper standards and reinforce those standards with appropriate tools, with appropriate means. Um, not being mean with the being appropriate means, which is every doggy mother has, which is uh, tongue she has and teeth, you know. And we can correct, we can praise to show the right behavior is. Wrong behavior is, and this is the way to success.
1: Mm. 1-866-405-8405. You got something going on with your dog, some kind of behavior problem. Let's nip it in the bud right now. Okay, well, we'll head back to the phones in just a second at one 405 8405 But it is now time for the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. And if you call in this week with your pet destination, tell us, share it with us. We will give your dog or your cat or your iguana, whatever it is you have, Big time prizes. What kind of prizes? Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Valuable prizes. Of course, brought to you by the Dodge Journey. Won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with fold down stain resistant seats, chill zone glove box cooler for the drinks, and the multiple storage options with removable, washable liners. That's great if you have a pet. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails.
3: We're going to go to line two. We have Daniel.
1: Hey, Daniel. How are you doing? I'm oh, great. How are you? Very good. You want to share your Dodge Journey pet destination this week? Where do you go with your pet? Well, we like going down to St.
9: George's Island in Florida. Florida. Uh, there's a state campground there. We we have a camper, so we, we take them there. They can't get on the beach. It's campground. Uh-huh. But just down on the public beaches, they're all welcome. Just let them run and roam and
1: have fun. Now, where is uh, St. George Island? Is that one of the Key West Islands, or is that uh, somewhere else in Florida?
9: No, it's more on the northern end, um, on the North
3: Atlantic side. Sounds like a great place for people, too, not just dogs. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. I've never uh-huh. been there. I'd uh-huh. go
1: there right now. I yeah. the weather beats what we're having here. <laughs> it's
9: island. It's really
1: wonderful. Yeah, what kind of dog you got?
9: I have a, a lab and a, a great all-American. <laughs> wow. Kind of a smaller-mix-looking dog.
1: Quite a handful of bet, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah.
9: especially the lab.
1: Well, we're going to give him some prizes here for the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Daniel, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to be this next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Call us now.
0: Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs.
7: Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with
0: removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle?
10: When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet.
12: Dogs or cats, horse or emu, are people too. A little terrier named Millie has been nicknamed Sparky after biting through an electrical cable and surviving a 240-volt shock. Sparky bit through a refrigerator cable and was thrown across the room, and the shock damaged the roof of her mouth, leaving her with severe burns and swollen lips. She was given a fifty-fifty chance of surviving, but after some antibiotics, having four blackened teeth removed, and some tender loving care, Sparky pulled through. Experts suggest hiding all exposed electrical cords from pets, especially younger dogs and pet rabbits. I'm thinking Sparky's gonna be sticking to rawhide from now on. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio.
9: This is Greg Biffle on Animal Radio, and remember to spay and neuter your pets.
2: This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. A breeder in Kansas had to have an estimated 1,200 dogs euthanized after an outbreak of distemper at his kennel. The Beaver Creek Kennels near Oberlin had been quarantined twice after health officials had received complaints of sick puppies being sold out of state. When owner Jeff Fortin couldn't sell the dogs because of the quarantines, he ran out of money to pay his staff and to care for the animals. Nearly three years of records show violations at Fortin's kennels for failure to keep adequate records, failure to treat animals with health problems, and allowing trash, junk, and more near the kennels. Distemper is usually deadly and very contagious. Twenty-four cases were reported in Wyoming, all citing Fortin's kennels as the source. No other uh, shelters would take the animals, so in Kansas, the Animal Health Department had to make the agonizing decision to euthanize, by intravenous injection, the nearly 1,200 dogs which were buried on nearby farmland. This story should be called Lifestyles of the Pets of the Rich and Famous. Here are some of the latest items you can score for your pet, in case you missed out over Christmas, if you have deep pockets. Perhaps you could shop at the Mutt Club in Beverly Hills where they offer pet bowls with your pet's name etched in gold. Pink mink stoles from Saks Fifth Avenue and more. Sandra Bullock, Jamie Lee Curtis, Susan Sarandon, Billy Joel, and Vince Neal all are amongst the regulars at the Mutt Club. If your pooch is getting a bit, well, poochy around the middle, you can get a special doggy treadmill priced 600 to $1,500. Is it too hot in the doghouse? Get that air conditioner, only 550 bucks. And not only dogs get their... The red carpet treatment, cats can get a floor-to-ceiling kitty tree for $300. And even Petco, far from Beverly Hills, offers an impressive upgrade for your hamster's condo. You can get a kit for your hamster that includes a couch, TV, lamp, and other furnishings. Maybe even a little hamster lava lamp for those nights when he just has to trip out to some Pink Floyd. Hollywood Madam Heidi Heidi Fleiss is getting her own reality show on Animal Planet. It would seem the logical thought progression there would be Heidi Fleiss, Hollywood prostitution ring, animals... Charlie Sheen. But no, not this time. The show will focus on her care and training of the 20 exotic birds she has uncaged in her Las Vegas home. She doesn't advocate the selling of exotic birds, saying they're complex, intelligent, require a huge time commitment, and should not be caged. She's caring for these birds because she promised a dying friend she would care for his birds. Don't think Heidi is going soft on us, though. She says she's a madam and a skin trader and not the type of person that has pets. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio
11: is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more.
1: We'll head back to the phones in just one second. 1866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani on tap, <laughs> animal communicator Joey Turner, and Volani the world famous Russian dog wizard.
3: He's more on tap than yeah. Joey is.
1: <laughs> just don't don't get a lighter near him. Ever, ever. Still celebrating the holidays. You know many of us are going to be getting a, an animal <laughs> And uh, it's, you know, you go to your shelter and you get, you look through all these animals that are down there and you wonder what happened to a lot of these animals if you don't adopt them. Yeah. What what happens to them? Well, you know, I guess the first obvious conclusion is many of them are euthanized still about 5 million a year being wow. euthanized
3: that's a lot when yeah, you think yeah, about yeah. it
1: yeah but you know what what's happening to some of the other ones this is really weird and i didn't know much about this it's
3: even worse than euthanasia i think
1: they're being brokered for yeah. experimentation and we have Allie phillips joining us hi Allie. how are you doing
13: good how are you
3: very good you're the
1: author of how shelter pets are brokered for experimentation understanding pound seizure now this is a lot of stuff i never knew and i'm in the industry so i'm pretty sure a lot of listeners don't know what happens to these animals if they're not euthanized or adopted
14: well there are some shelters across the country that are sending cats and dogs in shelters for experimentation and they may go to you know, a medical school to be practiced on, a veterinary school, or they may be sold into uh, biological research or even the pharmaceutical industry.
1: Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because I know people that will argue both sides.
14: In my opinion, it's a bad thing.
1: As opposed to euthanasia?
14: As opposed to euthanasia. Because when you think about the purpose of an animal shelter, I mean, the word sheltering by its own is a safe place for that animal. And... When a shelter is engaging in pound seizure, it is not a safe place for that animal for many reasons. But one of the main reasons is that these cats and dogs were not brought into this world to be experimented upon. They were brought into this world, and they were socialized, and they may have been in homes at one point. And just because they may have lost their home doesn't mean that they can then change their lifestyle, learn how to live in a cage, Learn to be handled by strangers and experimented upon.
1: What, what kind of experiments and what kind of companies? Any companies that we know are these big companies that are doing experimentation?
14: Many, many of the shelter cats and dogs. Are, are going to training facilities. So they're, they're primarily going to medical schools and to veterinary
1: schools. Well, now here's where I'm going to just jump in real fast and say an animal that would have otherwise been euthanized we're going to learn so we can save other animals would be my argument for the other side. Do you understand that?
14: Absolutely. Okay. And, and that, that is an argument that we have received uh, from a lot of different organizations when we deal with um, this in a legislative way. What really needs to happen is people in the community need to know because shelters are not putting out a plaque that says
15: mm-hmm.
14: if you bring your cat and dog into the shelter, we may resell it for experimentation. Mm-hmm. It truly is America's dirty little secret. No one knows about this. What's the
3: percentage of shelters across the country that are doing this that you know of?
14: No clue. That's no the clue. thing. Nobody wants to talk is, about it and is it outlawed
2: in any states?
14: Oh, yes, 17 states plus the District of Columbia have outlawed this, but the remaining states leave it up to the individual shelters to decide, and actually two states mandate it, Minnesota and Oklahoma. So if an animal broker, a Class B dealer, or a research facility go to a shelter in Minnesota or Oklahoma, a shelter cannot turn them away.
1: Wow. Is your gripe? Primarily the emission of this information to people that are dropping off animals at the shelter, if they knew ahead of time that the, the possible conclusion could be your animals being released to research or being turned over or brokered for research, if they knew that, would you feel differently?
14: Um, no, I would not feel much differently, but I do feel that is an essential step that shelters need to tell people, especially if you are bringing in a stray animal that you found. That is a good thing to do so that that stray can be reunited with its family. And a lot of states have stray dog laws that require people to turn in a stray dog. And what it ends up being is a betrayal of trust to communities because communities aren't aware of this. And once they become aware, communities revolt against this, and we start seeing that people refuse to turn in stray animals so they're not getting reunited with their families. And people are hesitant to call in, incidents of cruelty and neglect, which we need them to call in. So what it does is it undoes the entire fabric of why... We have municipal animal shelters, and so even if you tell people in a placard in your front lobby that you are doing this, it
16: mm-hmm. is
1: still
14: going to undo the entire purpose of an animal shelter.
1: If you want to learn a little more about America's dirty little secret in the shelters, it's called how shelter pets are brokered for experimentation, understanding pound seizure. I have five copies to give away right now at one eight six six four zero five. 8405 if you don't get through head on over to your bookstore if they don't have it they can order it for you or you can head on over to amazon borders or barnes and noble to get how shelter pets are brokered for experimentation by Allie phillips Allie, thanks so much for joining us today thank you so much we have more animal radio
8: on the way you know hell every time you're asking me some questions all the time and uh, can i ask a one-time question from you Well, I don't know. I guess no problem. I mean, you're the one, the the one with all the advice. Yeah, but I would like to interview you today, and let me tell you why. You know, my popularity is rising, and I'm getting involved, involved, and uh, invited to many, many talk shows and radio shows. That's exciting. Thank you, thank you. I know you're very happy for me, sincerely. Uh huh. Uh, Of course. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I saved
1: you from Michigan.
8: Yes, you did. You did. And that's the second story. You know, you remember like you said to me, you have to sell your house and uh, get your butt over here in two weeks, and I did it. And look what's <laughs> happened now. Now things are really taking off for you. It is. It is. But let's stick to the to, to my question. Don't try to you know use California way. Just get, get get away from from the answer. Okay. So so, so anyway, so I, I go from one pet show to another and things like this. And I even though I'm very appreciative to every Every show which invited me, and some of them even invite me to co host a real show. But the thing is, I, you know, sometimes you need to compare in order to appreciate. I never give you any compliment, by the way, and I know you for many years now, but I have to tell you, hell, you are uh, one or maybe the best radio producer I ever. I've ever seen, and from my own experience, and uh, I just, you know, you, you just, you just awesome, and I really, really appreciate Judy and you for everything that you do. Come doing here, man, give me a offers. hug. Give me man. a, give group, me a group, hug, man. No, I really hug. do. I really do. And, and, and let, all and all let me together. ask you. And let me ask, what what, what, what does it take, Hel, to do this? such a great show? You're interviewing such a. I. I don't understand. Animal Radio is number one, of course, and people probably more willing to do to, to give interview to the to us to Hel and Judy rather than to somebody. Else, but I don't think it's just interviewing. To do you number one? What is your secret?
1: Oh, well, it's blotty the world famous Russian dog wizard, <laughs> and of course Dr. <laughs> Debbie and animal communicator Joey Turner and Joey Volani. Because Hal and Judy, Judy does a lot of work. She produces. Really, I'm just a blowhard here, and I just really have very little to do with it. It really is the dream team, <laughs> like Vladey. Yes, and the group hug again. That. Let's have another Bruha. group hug. <laughs> Okay. okay. Well, Can we answer some phone calls?
8: Sure. Okay, please. we're going
1: to go to the phones next. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. Group hug! Group hug. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at animalradio.com.
11: As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable. All at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com.
0: Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at
5: www.animalpeoplenews.org. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messinier recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now.
3: We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella & Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella & Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella & Chewy's, too. Visit StellaAndChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977.
12: That's 888-477-8977.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy is
1: screening calls right now at 1-866-405-8405 for Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, Vlade the world famous Russian dog wizard or animal communicator, Joy Turner. Steve's on? just, Just put him on the air. You don't have to screen that.
9: Yourself and Judy and Vlade, Lori, Joey, Joy and Dr. Debbie. Wow. I love listening to all of you.
1: And we didn't have and to pay him much to say that either. No, you didn't. No. Very wow. good. Nope, not paying me a darn penny. Hey, Steve, i got to ask you a question. What, yes. What do you think of this Michael Vick wanting a dog?
9: I'll tell you one thing. My girlfriend is hotter. Oh, she is hot. She even left
1: a... No, this is about Michael Vick. I know about your girlfriend. She's hot. You've sent pictures before. <laughs> but uh, what about Michael Vick?
9: Well, like I well. I think that's just wrong. And my girlfriend is really set against it. She even left a uh message there at the for the Humane Society, thinking that what he said was completely and utterly wrong that he should not be able to allow be allowed to have another pet.
1: And you're of course talking about Wayne Pacelli, who's the uh, top dog over at the Humane Society of the United States, who's encouraging Michael Vick that. to get a dog now. And of I course- think
9: he really needs to take that back and uh, really think about what he said. For somebody that's supposed to be out for the betterment of our pets and all animals, I think he's just done, put his foot in it.
1: Okay. I appreciate your comments today, Steve. Thank you so much for calling one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. I really stirred the poop, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Are you traveling to Arlington? Arlington? Arlington, take your pet along and stay at the Hotel Palomar. Just two of over 50 Kimpton hotels that are 100% pet friendly with zero fees, no size or weight limits. Ask about the applause for pause package when making your reservation at 1 888 Kimpton. That's K I M P T O N. Boy, the phones are ringing white hot at 1 866 405 8405. What do you think about Michael Vick getting, adopting an animal? He will be eventually allowed to do this. He's uh, his uh, ban is not life long. Oh, I'm it wasn't. No oh, idea. I thought it was forever. In fact, uh, oh, let's see here. Let's see how long it is. I believe it's a year and a half. That's all. That's oh, all. But I'm going to I'm going to look ridiculous. that up and find out in just a few minutes. Wayne wow. Pacelli from the U.S. The, excuse me, the Humane Society of the United States says there's probably some that would differ from him in his opinion. Yeah, there sure are. <laughs> uh, that's, that's an understatement.
15: Mm-hmm. He
1: says there's a larger principle at stake here and he says we at the HSUS are about the business of change. Personal and societal change. Of course, they did get a $50,000 donation from the <laughs> Eagles.
3: Yeah, do you think that changed their mind?
1: I don't know. You can uh, play either side on this. We want to hear what you think at one 405 8405 Do you think Michael Vick should ever have a dog? Let us know. Can people who do bad things be redeemed? Hmm? What do you think? Bowdog.com. This is one of those gambling websites. They're offering bets on what breed of dog might Vic might own in the next two years. Wow, this is a long-time story that I thought was gone, but uh, yeah. still making the phones ring. We'd love to hear what you think at one 405 8405 Also, the same numbers you can connect with any one of our dream team. Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. of the world famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator, Joy Turner, and pet travel expert, Susan Sims. You're
10: listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is
9: Animal Radio, baby. one 405
1: 8405 Happy New Year to you. I hope that uh, you don't... We're going to talk quietly today just Thank in case. You. Just in case. It is not only New Year's, but uh, something very special. Started 10 years ago. A little station in Los Angeles in the Inland Empire, KHPY. A little show called Animal Radio. And it's <laughs> now on 100 stations in XM Satellite Radio. And, and this is their 10-year anniversary. Wow,
15: they've come a long way.
1: So we're all celebrating. And of course, Joey, you started a year ago with us. One year ago. See that? Amazing and how time flies. Ratings are shooting through the roof. Real, it went real quick. Hi, Karen. Hi. Where do you call home?
16: Uh, Carmel, California.
1: Oh, I'm jealous. Beautiful.
16: (laughs) Uh, Where are you?
1: Well, we're in we're we're in Central California, just down from you. But I got to tell you, that's one of those things that if you get to live where tourists go, you're very blessed.
7: I don't yeah. know. Sometimes it's not all that what it's cracked well, up to be. because you're in say. Vegas. Sometimes just the gambling only goes so far, yeah. and you just like to get away from traffic and all that. So yeah.
1: Plus, remember, so, uh, Vegas always wins. Ultimately, you may leave head one time, but when you come back, they'll get it back. I know you called to talk to the doctor. What's going on with your pet? <laughs> About six
16: months ago, my, I noticed my uh, Russell, 12 years old, losing weight, and then she started limping. I was getting ready to go on a vacation, and um, she started throwing up and wasn't eating her food. And uh, so I took her to the vet. We did um, blood tests, and it was kind of a rush thing, and um, kind of got her stabilized. And then when I came back from my vacation, she was fine. But if she overeats, she throws up. Um, They told me that they palpated a little mass in her abdomen and that Mm -hmm. it could be cancer. Mm-hmm. and that um, they could do an ultrasound to find out, and if it's metastatic, they could do a chest X-ray. We did labs, and the BUN and creatinine was fine, so the renal failure was, was ruled out. Diabetes okay. was ruled out, and thyroid was ruled out. She does have a leg, not the leg she limps on, that she chews at the joint all the time. Okay. She's, she's happy, she's got a lot of energy, and she wants to eat. Constantly. But if you overfeed her, then she throws
7: up. Mm. Okay. Now, did you mention that they took x rays so far, or they were just talking about it so far?
16: No, we did do x rays of the spine and the chest. The spine has a little spur on it, so that's probably the reason why she's limping. And the chest x ray looks clear.
7: All right. Well, definitely it troubles me that you know this vomiting is occurring when there's larger volumes because that would certainly give me concern about the structure of the stomach, something potentially with the outflow of the stomach. And if they think they're feeling something inside the stomach or seeing something on the x-rays, then I certainly would move to an ultrasound because it really can give us a a better visualization of the structure of the organs. So x-rays only go so far. In, In many cases, we may see something or we may not see something. Something, and if I still have a gut feeling that something's not right and the patient, you know, all the signs are pointing towards something, um, then I'll move to an ultrasound. And mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty easy as far as uh, getting getting that accomplished. And it may not tell us everything. When we're talking about the digestive tract, in a lot of cases, we will do an ultrasound first. But in mm-hmm. some cases, we may have to do other ways to look at the, um, the gastrointestinal tract. So sometimes a barium study or even a scoping might help us to better identify if there's, say, a polyp along the way, a mass, or some mm-hmm. changes that could cause um, some outflow obstruction out of that area.
16: She seems to want to eat if any time. <laughs>
7: Yeah. And and I'd say if she's taking in about the normal amount that she has in the past and she's losing weight, then there's there's a disparity there somewhere. Um right. and there are definitely, you know, whether it's a chronic health condition or something of a cancer nature, we know that the body needs more energy and can't utilize it well when we're fighting those problems. So that can mm-hmm. explain perhaps why she might be eating okay or even have a strong appetite and losing weight. So mm-hmm. I guess in the back of my mind I, I I'd say yeah, yeah, I'd encourage you to keep looking um, mm-hmm. because some things it, it certainly would be better to tackle head-on rather than kind of wait for them to become more of a problem and become more apparent. Um, and I don't know that, you know, the, the leg thing probably gets me too excited about the licking on the leg. Um, but definitely well, she chews
16: on that. it at one joint, and she's caused a sore, and I've gone to a naturopath and acupuncture, and that's if it doesn't. You know, she still chews on it, and it's all brown, you know, from her chewing and licking.
7: Yeah, and definitely a lot of dogs can do that. Where we see what we call a lick granuloma, and that's uh, oodles of yeah. things can cause that, from allergies to boredom to you name it. Yeah. Uh, but I'd really say that. Yeah, I think in this situation, I would encourage you to move forward. And in okay. the meantime, we might try things. You know, with a pet that's having some, you know, vomiting ongoing, we might try some uh, hypoallergenic diets or some easily digestible diets, um, as well it's as usually you know, just some- when
16: my husband feeds the dog because he overfeeds it.
7: All right. Well, I I hope that's all it is. Um, But definitely, I'd say, you know, if the weight losses continue, um, you know, I'd I'd stir up uh, the old doctor's phone and and say, hey, you know, uh, I'm ready to take that next step and, you know, see if there's more going on there.
16: Do you recommend any other specific blood test? I mean, they've ruled out thyroid. They've ruled out diabetes.
7: Yeah, and that's a good question. There are some uh, health conditions with the pancreas that can cause some problems with uh, weight loss. Generally, we'll see vomiting, diarrhea, some other things, uh, and that Uh would be more in the TLI uh, family or the PLI, and and those are specialty pancreas tests that can be done. Uh Um, I'd have to say, though, if they feel something kind of strange in the belly, I'd follow their instincts and Uh uh, track that, because some of these other things, we can do, we vets, we can add on all sorts of tests, but... I'd say sure. we want to pick yeah. with clinical interest and really, you know, what's most pertinent to your situation and to your pet situation. Um, and I'd and certainly track that way first, maybe before we go looking for you know other tests that we can do.
16: Yeah, but, okay. Uh, so they also but, said, uh, I mean, they when they said two hundred and forty dollars, I said, oh well, let's, let's see if she gets
7: tested." Sure. Well, you know, that the blood test I'm proposing, at least in my area, can easily run you 120. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, we're starting to get into some more costly things. So, um, yeah, I'd say um, as much as you probably don't want to hear those dollar signs jingling along with that, um, it might be the most prudent way to go for at this point. Okay. So
16: That way they can tell if it's a mass that's causing pressure that's making her grow up when she overeats.
7: Yeah, if there's a mass effect in that area. And, again, we can't see everything, those little polyps, inside the lumen or inside the structure of the digestive tract. But uh, the big things, um, hopefully they'll be able to pick that up and, and give us some direction on that. So I, I hope that helps you and gives you some uh, some food for thought there, uh, Karen. And uh, best wishes to you and your baby, and hope she has a speedy recovery there. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405
10: You're listening to Animal Radio
6: Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio Reminding you to help control the pet population Have your pets spayed or neutered
1: Grumble, grumble, grumble 1-866-405-8405 Vinny brings in his kids and they eat all the donuts every weekend No fail, I never get to them in time (laughs) Yeah. Gotta
7: get the boring donuts. That's what we gotta get, cause then they won't touch those. They want the sugared ones, yeah, the sprinkles.
1: Right. Ah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Hey, I got some email here. I wanted to, uh, you know, they probably wrote in because they didn't want to be on the air, but I selected their email, and they're gonna be on the air. Uh, they, yeah. Letter to you, Doc Debbie at animalradio.com. Sherry writes: I have a 12-month-old female, part female boxer, mostly white female boxer. She's in her first real heat. And has developed a red rash with hair loss. The rash was diagnosed as red mange and dips prescribed. I'm against the dips as they're toxic, from my understanding. This type of mange is an immune disorder. My vet is not a fan of holistic treatment. Please help. What do you think, Doc?
7: Well, I think Sherry is concerned about the whole idea of using a dip to treat a mite problem. And I guess, I mean, the first thing we have to mention is red mange is a mite. It's a parasite. It's called the demodex. Mite. How did they get and, it? Well, actually, a lot of dogs have this, and they're actually exposed to this when they're young. And mm. it's a matter of an individual's immune system and whether or not they actually get sick with it and show any signs. Uh-huh. So, most dogs are exposed to it somewhere along the line, but if the immune system's just not quite right and not fighting it off, and especially we see this in puppies, and that's why they are so prone to this type of mite. Mm. Um, so, as far as I'm not opposed to using dips, and actually using dips is a, a very sound way to treat if we've got a generalized problem, meaning mm. if we got more than one spot on the body got a single little spot of this type of mite, it may not warrant dips, but um, I think for what as bad as she's describing, I think dips are important. And if you're opposed to that, you can always try something like um, ivermectin um, can be used to help treat this type of mite. So, And then the other thing that I think um, very important for this dog is if she's not spayed, she needs to be spayed because a dog in heat will have a greater time trying to fight this mite off because it's it's affecting their immune system. Oh. So spay her, and we don't want to pass this on, so we don't want a breeder. We don't want the pups to have it as well.
1: And, of course, as I say, if you spay your animal, they'll live a lot longer. They're, they're not predisposed to a lot of diseases or chasing after other animals to get in trouble. I think you'll agree with that talk, right?
7: Oh, absolutely. Not just because you said that, but it's true.
1: <laughs> Michelle writes, I love listening to your show from Western Australia. Keep Ooh, up the great work right. caring for your furry friends.
2: Woofy in Australia. Down under.
1: You know, when we do this show. Australia
2: is where that guy married his golden retriever, the story we did last week. They oh, love yeah. their animals down I there. I guess so. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs>
1: there was nothing sexual about that, by the way. No,
2: no, no, no. No, he said he was religious and he felt wrong having a, living under the same roof with uh, his dog because he loved her so much he felt he should marry her.
1: You know, it really does make sense when you think about it. Made an honest dog out of it. <laughs> Thought long and hard about it went, yep. Mm-hmm. Here's an email from somebody that we gave prizes for a Dodge Journey pet destination. And by the way, if you call in today and give us your Dodge Journey pet destination, the favorite place you like to take your pet, wherever that may be, maybe be a beach or a dog park or restaurant, a, yeah, wherever it is, let us know. There's some really great dog friendly restaurants. We have we, I, we've we never heard from one on the Dodge Journey pet destination yet. Anyway, this uh, this guy writes He this is the guy who uh, he suggested a place in Salt Lake City. For the Dodge Journey Pet Destination,
15: mm-hmm.
1: and he says uh, we try to catch the show every Saturday. We listen on XM Satellite as we traverse the U.S. delivering freight. Bridget, my venerable Cardigan Corgi, really perks up when she hears the squeaky toy on the radio. <laughs> so let's let's play the <laughs> let's squeaky. Give a, toy. Let's yeah,
3: give a squeaky, squeaky out, to Bridget.
1: Bridget, Bridget. That
3: like, that,
1: that's for you, Bridget. There. See, we, we really try to appeal to a large audience here at Animal Four-legged, Radio. Four-legged,
3: two-legged, we don't care as long as they're listening. We
1: love your emails, That's your right. voice at com. Also, don't forget, friend us or like us over at Facebook, all the links over at animalradio.com. Also, the Twitter and the YouTube and all that other social networking stuff. We got it going on over there. We're going to head to the phones at one 405 8405 If you want to talk to Dr. Debbie, now's the time to call, or groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladimir the Russian dog wizard.
10: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. There you go. Joey, I bought in that cake.
4: What cake? To celebrate cake? your birthday.
1: There's cake.
4: cake. Boy, that was quick. Where'd you get this from? across the street here. He crossed
3: off where it said happy birthday to somebody and yeah, scraped it? it off.
4: Got it half oh. yeah. but, uh, yeah, thank uh, you. There's, there's a
3: couple slices you. out of it, but, you know, hey.
4: It's good. It's good. good. Enjoy it and happy anniversary. Are you sure this isn't something you had laying around the, the, the <laughs> studio? No, this... Uh, it, doesn't, I, it doesn't look awfully fresh now.
1: It's uh, it's good. It really is. And uh, here, I'll even... Here, get, See, I had a little. Now you can have a little there. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, of Sorry. course, your one-year anniversary, our 10-year anniversary of Animal Radio. And uh, welcome. And uh, I think we finally got it right. Just this last year, adding Joey Volani.
3: We're complete after now. After nine
1: years, we are complete. And if you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie or groomer Joey Volani or animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, even Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, she's here. She answers a few of the calls, especially for the dogs. Lori Roberts working on news. She's a uh, kind of a weird story. This guy was feeding his ducks marijuana. Oh come on! I'm sorry, medical marijuana because they had worms. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, takes all kinds. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently the vet said something like uh, the this this would work.
3: It's the bestie warmer out there.
1: Yeah. No, it isn't. I mean, it might make the ducks forget about it, but uh, this story coming up in just a few minutes, also crazy stuff in the news with Michael Vick wanting a dog, making the phones ring white hot at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Also this hour, I have the list of the strangest things, the 60 most unusual ingested objects veterinary pet insurance had to pay claims on. This last year. They paid $3 million treating pets that ingested foreign objects. Wow. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Wow. Right One of the items was a rosary crucifix. Ooh, yeah. that could be very dangerous. Yeah, very, very dangerous. I'll give you the list well, later on.
4: Well, not, not if they're performing an exorcism. Yeah.
1: You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe it was appropriate. I, keep your crucifixes away from your, your animals because they could swallow it, apparently, according to this and veterinary pet insurance. That list coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. If you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team, do so now. Put your fat little fingers in the phone and dial one 405 8405 Well, hello, Carol. Welcome to the show. Hello. Where are you calling from?
16: I'm calling from Ferguson Valley, which is near Lewistown in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, uh, are you listening on, uh, what station is that there? WKBS. Oh, yes, very good station. Love those guys.
16: Uh, station.
1: So what's going on with your dog? i got Dr. Debbie here.
7: Yes, Hi, uh, how, how are How are you today? Are you enjoying this beautiful weather, huh? <laughs> oh, yes, it's wonderful. Thank goodness the wind has stopped.
16: It's just great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have a uh, approximately five, maybe six-year-old mixed dog, about 40 pounds, who was abandoned on my farm, oh, about five years ago, more or less, she was, she's been mutilating her foot, and she had an injury, and uh, I can't get her to stop chewing on that foot, Uh, and I've tried the bitter apple and other types of things on top of the bandages, Uh, Mm -hmm. she had had a, a pretty severe cut, which was, of course, taken to the vet, and she was stitched and had all the usual kinds of things having a difficult time getting it healed up because each time she's left alone, and this may be separation issues, each time she's left alone, uh, she starts chewing on it. I uh, mm, tried okay. to diversion things, and uh, that's about where I am. Okay, but this leg like, did sustain an
7: injury at some point? Yes, it did.
16: Uh, back in uh, about September, and we've been working with it ever since with multiple vets and multiple doctors, Suggestions and whatnot, and I'm kind of reaching my wits end. Uh, she's mm-hmm. pretty well amputated a couple of toes, but wow. down on it's fine once okay. she's. It's of course bandaged and padded, uh, okay. but you know I've got to. Get so she's know.
7: actually chewed her toes partially off.
16: Yes, that's correct.
7: Okay. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that uh, this is moving out of a category of just, say, a behavioral problem to something truly medical because there are people who deal with dogs that lick their feet chronically, create wounds, uh, what we call lick sores or lick granulomas. And those can be very frustrating in their own right because they're from a lot of causes, allergies, boredom, OCD conditions, uh, you name it. If we're actually to that point where she's destroying her own flesh, um, I'm going to say we're dealing more with a potential neuropathic pain or some kind of what we'd call a paresthesia. Neuropathic pain is kind of like the nerve's been damaged and it causes, um, not a ghost pain, but a pain um, from the nerves in that area. And paresthesia is kind of like that pins and needle feeling if you sit on your foot. Um right. So we, we know that if there's a chronic or if there's a trauma to a limb, that these can happen. And that's the kind of mutilate their uh, lower limbs after an injury or say a fracture repair. Um, They may be experiencing this and it's hard to know, but if we're seeing that behavior, um, then it's certainly worthwhile to look down that road. Um, Not that just knowing what it might be can correct it because sometimes it is also very hard to stop this behavior. Um, But if I could, you know, suggest some directions, one would be um, you also mentioned some, you know, maybe some um, separation anxiety. So there could be some medication we'd use for separation anxiety that we'd also use for some of these pain disorders. And one is a medicine called amitriptyline that sometimes I'll use. Um, And that's kind of a long-term medication. Um, And the next medicine that I might pull out of the bag of tricks would be um, something we use more for uh, some of the nerve pain, and that would be gabapentin. Uh, It's often also used for seizures in patients. um, But those are two of the drugs that I might kind of pull out of my pharmacy first to try to get to the bottom core uh, behavior. behavior of the pet Um, because nothing you're going to try to put on that is going to help if if we're dealing with those situations because it really is um, you know an itching a burning it's a it's a sensation so you can't stop that with just the bitter apple Um, um, so that that would be definitely my encouraging uh, road to go there and um, unfortunately in some pets if it's really bad and we lead to more mutilation, um, you know. Sometimes something like a, a limb amputation isn't crazy if it means that we remove that source of chronic pain. Um, but that's the last resort. So, you know, certainly I would look at some different medication options before we go there. Um, and, and definitely, you know, long-term antibiotics sometimes are very, very important for these wounds when they get them open and we get different layers of flesh that are exposed. Um, that that can be also very important to keep on. You know, six weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks of antibiotics. Is not out of line for something like this. So I hope that's not too discouraging.
0: Well, I
16: understand. And it's a difficult situation for her because of being abandoned. And then uh, each time there's separation issues. And obviously she can't be in the hip pocket constantly. But uh, she does very well on the, um, with that, uh, when her foot's bandaged and padded. And she runs Mm -hmm. and jumps and chases the other dogs and plays and whatnot. But it could very well be a a neuropathic. uh, situation because she did have an injury, uh, and uh, it took us a little bit to get that healed up, and there was a good possibility of some nerve damage.
7: Yeah, yeah. Well, bless your heart, Carol, for taking this baby in, because you know certainly she's proven uh, she found the right home, and um, you know she's going to get the care she needs. So, uh, best wishes to you, and thank you for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting here for you at 8405
1: four zero five eight four zero five. Let's see here. I see that uh, Michael Vick is really stirring the phones up here at 1-866-405-8405. Very divided audience, I might say. Some of you think, yeah, it's okay for him to have a dog now. Others think, no, really it would be like making a security guard out of a felon. Is what it's akin to, really?
2: Yeah, have a thief guard a bank, right? He, he will be. I would wonder adopt. what some of the uh, people who who adopted and rehabilitated his dogs and raised them into wonderful yeah. pets would think
1: about that. Wayne Pacelli, he's the head of the HSUS, and he thinks that uh, it would be a good step I'm in the rehabilitation surprised. process for Michael Vick to get a dog. We'd love to hear what you think. But, 1-866-405-8405.
2: The Humane Society received a very large donation from the Philadelphia Eagles, who so Michael Vick. Woo! that's kind of questionable timing.
11: Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality.
5: Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now.
10: When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet.
9: This is Animal Radio, baby.
1: That's our Larry Blackman of Cameo, whose dog is actually helping him at the time. (laughs) He's like, <laughs> ow, no, get away. Ow. <laughs> now. <laughs> Turns out this humping thing, uh, not so sexual. It's more alpha dog thing, isn't it?
8: Yeah, it's a more like, uh, you know, alpha dog, more who is the boss, that type of the things. And, uh, you know, it's very natural to the dogs and easy to fix.
1: So if you have a humping dog, we want you to stick around in just a few minutes. His is going to tell you how to cure your dog from that humping. Now, our dog. Ladybug, she humps a flea, so I, I assume. Stuffed yeah, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a stuffed, stuffed it's a stuffed, stuffed flea
8: is what it is. Uh, one of her favorite toys.
1: toys.
8: <laughs> I, I always I always laugh laughing, you know, when I see your dog, uh, you know, why? humping. Yeah, because it's I was cute. thinking, Why why couldn't get the real dog? You know, guys. It, it is cute. <laughs> She's it is adorable. It is.
3: Oh, yeah. six pounds of her. <laughs>
1: So we're all here to answer your questions. Uh, Vladi will uh, help you with that in just a few minutes there. Also, Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner, and uh, dog father, Joey Vellani. We're all here at your beck and call. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. Let's see. Uh, let's go to the phones. We have Maria on the phones. Hi, Maria. Hi. How are you? I've got the good doctor here.
13: Hey, good doctor. Hey, how are you today? I'm pretty good. I have a muted tortie cat who thinks that she's a boy. Uh Uh-oh, how so? (laughs) Yeah, I'm serious. She has a gender question. I've been to like six different vets. She stands when she urinates when she thinks she's the alpha cat, I guess.
7: Okay, so she's standing. Is she uh, hitting the wall or hitting the nearby areas rather than the litter pan? No,
13: she goes in the box and she's really fussy. She keeps it clean and I have one other cat who knows she's a girl cat and uh she'll go over and even clean her mess if she makes one.
1: Huh. Okay. I, so I gotta know. ask, I don't understand when you say stand on her back legs, I describe this so yeah. I can get a visual.
13: That, she totally does. She stands on her two back legs, puts her two front paws up on the litter box lifts her leg and urinates like a little pit bull. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Interesting.
7: <laughs> and and i have to say that that even I think it's my uh clinical interest up because we know that cats typically that you know the posture of spraying and, or um urinating in the box versus spraying backwards towards the wall with tail held up and urine going horizontally towards the wall that is what we call urine spraying or marking mm. so she's not doing that
13: no she's right on point Right? Wherever she's targeting, she's hitting. I've been to a lot of different vets. She has no infections. One vet said she has a gender crisis.
7: Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to have to say that cats don't typically lift their leg to urinate. So it's not really like in male dogs where it becomes a um, behavioral-driven thing with the male dogs. So uh, cats, males don't do that. So I would say that this is some other Behavior driven. Now, it may be something having to do with litter pan uh, preferences, uh, distaste, or some kind of a territorial marking of some bizarre form. Um, and if you do have multiple cats and you say she's the alpha cat, then in some cases, uh, this type of thing would really make me think about a form of territorial marking in the litter box. Um, but I'm glad that you did go to the vet. And um, anytime we have a litter problem, any kind of bizarre urine patterns, I always want to check for those things things as far as infection, lower urinary tract disease. Um, The only other thing, and usually it would accompany other problems, would be in some cases I see urine spraying uh, Mm. in a female female cat when they actually are still having a little hormones floating through them. So if they were spayed, but maybe still have some hormones of the ovary uh, present. Um, Now, I'd have to ask you though, does she show any signs of being in heat at all?
13: No, in fact there's a girl cat that comes by who she cries for that's why we all think that my cat's gay and have gender difficulties
7: uh, but I'm just know. She's <laughs> herself
13: I mean I don't care if she's gay
7: that's quite fine with me um. <laughs> yeah. and you know what when you just said that and you said there's another cat coming around boy the lights are just going up because that is pointing more towards that neon light that doesn't say Las Vegas but that says territorial marking so for You're me on. I'm really looking at that and I would say she'd be a kitty I'd do a full urine workup on um, but I would really start saying okay maybe we need to start looking at some behavioral medications and different things Aww. environmentally that we can do but well, I'm um,
13: totally cool with her expressing her lesbian self. I, mean, I have no <laughs> problems with that. The other cat is really cool. I let them sit by the window and they, like, kiss each other. And that's all cool with me because they're not fighting,
7: you know. Okay.
1: Well, I'm glad you have an open mind. We're all very glad about that here. That's
7: good. And I'm not saying I want to change her because I think she's lesbian. I don't think that's the case. I think this is a form of social communication that she's doing. And I would be watchful for any other kinds of signs of distress because even if she's not having problems missing the box, we want to be watchful for other signs of social stress, which could be fighting um, other types of feline communication issues and having an outside cat nearby anytime that happens, you know, it really can create distress in the household. Oh, and I can tell oh. you I have a cat household I'm working with right now where an outdoor cat has set off a whole this whole chain of events where the indoor cats are attacking each other. Mm. So you just have to be a, a little cautious and I'm um, not always so welcome to having them watch that kitty television and looking to see who's outside mm. because it really can set up some little social issues inside the house. So but if it's not causing a problem, can't, hey.
13: Can't cats be gay though? Is it possible? I mean, um, can it be normally
7: just a gay cat? I mean, well, you know, gay I think it says something different. We can have cats that are hermaphrodites. Um, it's a rare condition, kind of oh. like in people, um, where they have other uh, sexual organs. Um, but typically, we might see other behaviors that go along with that that would have us concerned. Um, oh. But. Yeah, the whole idea of preference, sex preference, because we usually alter the cats, we really don't get to see um, no. what we might consider true um, homosexual behavior. So um, <laughs> socially, hey, uh, if it's not causing a problem, it, it's a great cocktail topic for you when you have friends over. And <laughs> I got to tell you, um,
1: Maria, you, yeah? you've made my week.
13: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, half my family is gay and they absolutely love her. They bring her presents and I have um two cousins who are uh male gay men and they want to adopt her. It's like they're fighting for <laughs> her. Same. Everyone Aww. wants Rosetta the gay female cat. But no. Fine. I love her. Not giving her up. Sorry. Mm.
1: You stand uh, by that there, were you? Uh, Thank you for your call today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. You know, we get a lot of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be pretty picky about selecting a healthy food. And if you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is, is picky oh, about she's selecting a food. a finicky food. diva. Yeah. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, we knew that the healthy ingredients were in it. We saw it on the label, the, the cranberry and the chicken and the flaxseed, all that. All the stuff. She, but would she eat this stuff? Ah, uh, that's the test. I'm here Bared to tell question. you. Yeah. She ate it as fast as we put it down. She does still to this day. Months later, she still loves that. She's it's her favorite. Stella and Chewy's. And you can check out Stella and Chewy's at com. By the way, Chewy's is C-H-E-W-Y-S. We want you to go to the... Because the other spelling actually takes you to another website that you probably it's not family friendly but uh, there's also a link on the front of animalradio.com and we'll actually send you a sample of the Stella and Chewy's, all the information over at animalradio.com hey joy how are you doing
16: i'm pretty marvelous Hal. how about yourself
1: good i'm ready to talk to some animals if you don't mind
17: we'll continue right on ahead then let's go hey susan
1: is it suzanne suzanne
13: suzanne hey
1: how are you doing today Oh,
13: great. I'm so
1: thrilled. Well, you're on with joy. Let's talk to the animals.
13: Okay.
16: I have a 16-year-old male cat by the name of Nikki at home, and I have a a year-and-a-half-old male uh, cat, Orion,
13: at the office. He was part of an estate, so we inherited him. And I need to know if it will be all right for me to take
16: Orion home so I can have both cats at home. Nicky says to me, "He wants
17: to know why you want to bring Orion there.
16: Because Orion uh, lost his father, and we inherited him. So we we will, we want him at home. We don't want him at the office, and we want Nikki to teach him things too." He says, "Okay." He doesn't quite
17: understand what Orion's father's relationship is to you. So is he
16: your father too? No, no. Um, What happened is my husband and I are attorneys, and my husband had a client who um, died, and my husband had to take over everything, the estate, and we were told by a friend that there was a, a little kitty in the house. Okay. And so because my husband was responsible for everything, we brought the little kitty to the office, and we've had the kitty at the office ever since. Okay. Nikki says he'll make a deal
17: with you. Okay, you can bring Orion home. Okay, if you, give, if you give him his own room, at least to start with, until Nikki sees how he likes him, and he's thinking a year and a half is going to be, you know, maybe a little more rambunctious than he might want to put up with. So he wants to kind of scope out Orion before you give him free run of your house. Okay, we can give Orion his own room, he and Nikki could have that, the rest. Of- Nikki says, if you'll do that, then he'll. Figure out what Orion's like through the door, and maybe you can introduce him slowly because Nikki doesn't want to get kind of overrun by a baby cat. Okay. So that's what I would do. I would start him in slowly, put him in a separate room, and it could take, I don't know, days, weeks, months, who knows how long until Nikki will give you some kind of a sign that you'll be able to know that he's ready to see more of Orion. Okay. And try that and let him have a little more space or a little more supervised time with you supervising.
16: Okay. And is Orion happy? He says,
17: well, he's sad, but he really has to admit also that he's left alone a lot. So he'd be happier if he had an actual home, he said. Okay. And so I'm telling him that you're trying to take him to your actual home. You have another kitty there, and he needs to be very kind and very nice to that kitty, no matter what the other kitty behaves like. Okay. And in about, the other kitty will let him come in and stay with them. Okay. In about seven months, we're, we will be moving to a bigger house. Will the two kitties be happier? Um, Right now, they don't know because they don't really know each other. they smelled each other on you, but mm-hmm. that's as much as they know. So they really have to have some in the same building time together.
13: Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really
1: appreciate your time. Thanks, Suzanne. Good luck with your new family member. We appreciate your call today. Thank you. 1 866 405 8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by
11: SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com.
2: This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. NFL quarterback Michael Vick, who spent 18 months in federal prison for running a dog fighting ring, is now saying he loves animals and would like to have another dog in the future, saying it would be a big step in his rehabilitation. Vick explains his cruelty to dogs by saying when he was young, he got caught up in dog fighting, saying it was the way he was brought up. He says he doesn't want to blame his culture, but nobody ever told him it was the wrong thing to do. He adds that he loves animals, dogs, birds, all types of animals. There were 66 dogs taken from his farm in Virginia when the dog fighting ring was broken up and most have been rehabilitated and have found homes all over the country. Vic is legally not allowed to own a dog. McSorley's Old Ale House in New York City has served libations to numerous U.S. presidents. Also, Harry Houdini, Woody Guthrie, Babe Ruth, and other legends. They're also known for their entire 156-year history of having a resident cat. In recent years, the health department has made them keep the kitty in the back during business hours and not out amongst the patrons. But enter Cheryl Sibley, a 53-year-old woman who says that she was mauled by Minnie the Bar Cat, and it left her with serious injuries. She says this attack took place in October of 2009, but she just filed the lawsuit last month. McSorley's owner, Matthew Mayer, says he has no recollection of an attack and would have been the first to call her to see how she was if he did. He adds that since the cat is not allowed in the bar during business hours, Ms. Sibley must have been there after hours for the cat, for the attack to have occurred. Don't mess with Jim Lautner of Alberta, Canada. He's the one with the customized Pontiac, which is set up so it can fit him and his close friend and pet, a 1,600-pound buffalo named Bailey Jr. Jim taught the buffalo to sit. He also snuggles and joins Jim in town for a beer or three on occasion at the local watering hole in Spruce Grove. What does Bailey Jr. order to go with his beer? (sighs) Buffalo wings, of course. Medical marijuana, it's not just for humans anymore. A French farmer was given a one-month suspended sentence and a fine of around $700 for feeding marijuana to his ducks for medical purposes. The farmer admitted giving the ducks marijuana to deworm them. After reports of a theft, police found 12 cannabis plants on the farmer's place. He stated he was advised by a specialist to give them the substance because it's the best worm repellent available. Even though it was for the ducks, the farmer admitted to smoking some of it himself. A little for the ducks, a little for the farmer, a little for the, du- a little for the farmer, a little more for the farmer. What ducks? For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For Breaking Animal News, go to AnimalRadio.com.
11: This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis.
1: Dream Team is here on this New Year's Day. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Hopefully you haven't already broken your resolution like I have. Already? (laughs) Tough, I... I should never make these things.
7: I know. Don't don't set the bar too high. That's know, the problem. It's, it's I think a problem. lot of people, they're too ambitious.
1: <laughs> have low expectations and then you'll always be satisfied. That's, there you go. That's what I tell all my girlfriends. Oh. <laughs> Coming up in today's show, the 60 most unusual ingested objects, a list put together by Veterinary Pet, veterinary pet Insurance. And they, they've actually spent $3 million during 2010 to have pets treated for ingested foreign objects. And what would you say is the most unusual thing that you pulled out this last year, doc?
7: Oh, most unusual thing! Um, you know, for me, it's always the children's toys that come out intact—the uh-huh. little army figures. Um, it, just to see those on an X-ray, though, it, it's just really kind of startling to see the, like the little guy with the gun <laughs> sitting in the abdomen. Um, so those are kind of cool. I—I I can't say I pull out any major swords. Like I've seen it, in the, their contest in previous years, and they'll have these huge sabers that dogs eat—unbelievable um, things. But the remote controls are, are probably a big thing too. So no thongs this year? No thongs. Well, uh, well we did have the thongs. Earlier, we had the
1: multiple yeah, thongs earlier yeah, in the yeah. year. Yeah. If, if we listen back. Yeah. Uh, a new addition to the list, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, an estrogen patch. And one of these estrogen patches oh, got uh, in the way of a, of a probably a Labrador, we're guessing. I'm sure
3: they're all retrievers. <laughs>
7: They have to be. And I have my labs, and I love them. But, boy, they keep the veterinary office busy.
1: (laughs) We'll be sharing that list in just a few minutes. Plus, we'll put it up on the website at animalradio.com. So what's making the phones ring today, white-hot? Michael Vick. Michael Vick wants to uh, adopt a dog. And, Mm -hmm. you know, apparently he will be able to, according to... There's a a certain time limit on his uh, ban, being banned from it. Uh, But he wants to get it sooner. Do you think he should have one at all? Interestingly enough... The top dog, the president of the Humane Society of the United States, thinks yes, yes, Jeez. yes, Michael Vick I'm with him,
7: actually. You are with him. I'm them, with him. Huh? Wait, no. wait a minute. Yes.
1: Let me just, uh, I'll, I'll, i I want to know why you're with him. Uh, he says, now, Wayne Passell says that uh, uh, basically we at the HSUS are about the business of change, personal and societal change. Now, prior to this announcement that he feels it's okay. He was uh, very anti letting him have this. But then they got a $50,000 donation from the Eagles. Ooh. And uh, a full page mm. ad in the New York Times this last weekend says the Eagles wrote the Humane Society of the U.S. a giant check. Guess who now says Michael Vick can own a dog? Ooh, so, I don't like that. Why is it you, th- you think it's okay for Michael Vick to have a dog now?
7: Well, you know, I think some of it is it's is—it's—it's pattern behavior, and he admittedly, you know, if you believe what he said, um, has said that, you know, it's partly how he grew up and the culture he grew up in. Now, I'm not saying that he should be thrown in that same situation. I think that if he learns his lesson and he is rehabilitated, and people around him can say, okay, yes, he's done his time, he's learned his lesson, I think we shouldn't put him in the same situation, but something that's more controlled. Um, maybe a small little lap dog. I don't think he should be an owner of a large, powerful dog ever. Mm-hmm. But I don't see the harm in having a small pet. Let him learn from his mistakes. Let him set the positive pattern of how we change and start practicing that. I think that's where rehabilitation is all about.
1: We yeah. want to know what you think. Yes, I'm sorry.
3: He, he's shown no respect for an animal's life the way he le- electrocuted these dogs and he,
1: he personally killed them okay, or had could, them killed. You could feel the tension here in the yeah, studio. Yeah, I don't know. I just, he Judy shows right no now. respect, and I don't think that's changed. We want to hear from you at 1 866 405 8405. Hi, what do you think? Who is this? Hey, this is Tony from Philly. Philly! Well, then you must be an Eagles fan, I imagine, right? Of course. Okay, Tony, what do you think? Should he be able to adopt a dog ever? Uh, you know, I've kind of gone back
9: and forth, but it's like, you know what? He served his time, just like anybody else that goes to jail after they serve their time. You know, yeah, why not? Maybe he should be monitored, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit with it. But yeah, he served his time. He should be allowed a dog.
3: Okay. Let me ask you this: Why a child molester, when they get out after serving their time, they can't be anywhere near a child or live near a school? It's the same thing. He shouldn't be near a dog, I think.
9: No, a child is not the same thing as an animal. Okay? Okay. We're not talking. He, He didn't go out and rape somebody. He didn't go out and molest little kids. You know, he's not the only one that's gone out and has, you know, the dog fight. You know, you got all the people out there that do the cock fights. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, are they not supposed to be eating eggs after they've been busted?
1: <laughs> you see, what I'm thinking that is if he gets a dog now, everyone's going to be watching him darn closely, real closely. And so he's not going to do anything to the dog. He may actually, I think it might actually be a good thing. And, of course, uh, a lot of different opinions on the phones today. Thanks, Tony, for calling. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 right now. The one resolution that I've kept is that I am brushing my cat's teeth. Every day now.
3: You're doing very well. I'm very, I'm very proud, proud of, you. of you. Yeah, you'd be surprised watching them, Debbie. It's amazing. Do you make And the, you still have all your fingers,
1: too. I, do, I like uh, it. I do, I do, <laughs> once. do you make any resolutions for the new year at all? You,
7: you know, I'm kind of anti-resolution. I do more of an intention for the year. <laughs> Maybe it sounds kind of new agey. I don't know. but um, So my intention for the year is I want to be more dog-like. Ah, Yeah, and, you know, I'm not going to be drooling, running around, defecating (laughs) in the public, (laughs) but basically what I want to look at is, you know, I watch my dogs every day enjoy life. They roll on their back in the grass, you know. They're so happy with just the moment, Uh and I think we get so caught up in what we got to finish, what business obligations are, money, all of that, and, you know, what dogs just live so simply and happy, and I want that. I want to live every day thinking this is the best. And, uh, you yeah, know, that's where I want to be. I
1: like that. They uh, they say that uh, 86% of Canadians surveyed, and we don't do surveys of Americans anymore here at Animal Radio. We do the Canadians. <laughs> we don't care about their opinion. 86% of the Canadian surveyed said bad moods are lifted by interaction with their pets. Have you ever been in a bad mood and, and you've just have gone to your pet and they've just cheered you up? You forget that, that you are about to have your motorhome that you live in repossessed and that everyone's calling you for their money and that uh, life is just generally uh, sucky. You, just, you look at them and you say, they're not concerned by these trivial things. They want to know, okay, where do I need to hide my bone today?
7: Like, this is what their life... So, yeah. Absolutely, and that's where I think that just when I have a bad day, I see my dogs running through the park, just jolly jogging through, and it makes me smile and forget all those bad things.
1: I wanted to uh, share more of this survey with you. Over half of Canadian pet owners think their animals are more reliable than people. And that uh, nearly half of them talk to their pets on a regular basis. Some even confess their deepest, darkest secrets. Have you ever told your pet a secret that you wouldn't tell your husband?
7: Ooh, you know what? Before I was married, they probably witnessed some things when I was dating that probably wouldn't. (laughs) Isn't that bad, Mom? Cover your ears. I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Uh, They don't talk back, so they're you know they're unconditional. They give us their unconditional love, and as we head into this new year, let's give it back to them uh, and learn to be a little bit like them.
14: Exactly.
16: Dogs or cats,
12: horse or emu, animals are people too. A man going through security at LAX was recently found to have monkeys in his pants. When Robert John Cusack arrived from Indonesia, airport inspectors found 50 orchids in his luggage after four rare birds flew out. They then asked him if he had anything else to tell them, and he reluctantly admitted that he did have some monkeys in his pants. A search revealed that 45 year old Cusack was hiding a pair of endangered pygmy monkeys in the crotch area of his underpants. Cusack is awaiting trial while the monkeys, happy to be out, have joined the monkey community at the Los Angeles Zoo. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio people,
10: too. Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten.
1: Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple.
6: Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just
1: a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone, if you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance.
8: As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, which I received. People asking me, what the heck dog training collar you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training collars. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would-be starting point of dealing with unrollable pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist yeah, he have a very
9: bad attitude.
8: We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They're very humane. What is the name of it? Strong color right. with quick release by company Herm Springer.
1: And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website.
8: Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Why read a
0: newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
10: You're listening to Animal Radio. We have Christy
1: on the phone. Hey, Christy. Hi. How are you? Doing good. Where are you?
13: I'm in Jacksonville, Florida.
1: Ooh, beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. Well, it's probably beautiful today. Huh?
13: It's okay. It's been quite chilly here, but it's it's warming up nicely. And what would you? Yeah, what's by cold, by cold over there? <laughs> <laughs> It's been freezing here. so oh, okay. It's, it's okay. been very chilly. I didn't know it got <laughs> to be freezing. You have to put on a coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can we
7: do for you today?
13: Well, I have a 10-year-old um, tiny toy Pomeranian. And um, my husband grew up with dogs all of his life, but his family wouldn't let them get shots. So he doesn't feel like that my dog needs shots. So I've been fighting with him on this since we got her. So I would sneak and get her shots, but it's been about five years since I've been able to sneak and do it. So I'm wondering if you could give me some tips to tell him and explain to him the reasons (laughs) why the shots are so important, or if they're not important, let me know that.
7: (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, I don't want to get into a marital uh, disagreement here, but um, this is going to be kind of like a little counseling session. So, you know, I've learned in in veterinary practice for 16 years that sometimes I can help educate and inform, but I don't do a good job of convincing because that really a lot of people sometimes have preconceived notions. What they grow up with is what they know, and that can be hard to overcome, even in the face of good, sound medical guidance. So uh, I can try to arm you with... some of that. And you know, I guess the first thing I'd say is that vaccines are important to some degree. Infectious disease does not go away. So we knew that even though people vaccinate, we still have parvo, we still have distemper. And those are diseases I can actually see even in an adult dog. Um, in fact, just the other week, we had a one-and-a-half-year-old dog develop parvo, never left his backyard. It can happen, but I'd say if we want to arm ourselves with some information, you could tell him one other thing we can do short of vaccinating is to do titers. And that's kind of a, a wave that some veterinarians are going to um, where we basically draw a blood sample We send it in for a test, and it tests an in vitro possible protection for that condition, such as parvovirus or distemper virus. It's more costly when you compare it to the cost of the shots, but if we're opposed to vaccinating or maybe medically we're trying to avoid um, unnecessary vaccines, that might be one way you could go and say, hey, this is an option. But I'd have to say that infectious disease happens. um, And most people, you know, if you don't know, rabies vaccine is required by law law for dogs and cats so it makes things very complicated should a human be scratched or bitten in the company of your dog or by exactly. your dog um, and you know, it, it, I've had dogs here quarantined for extended periods of oh, yeah. time because they didn't have a current rabies vaccine. So um, that's, for me, that's saving your pet and yourself that heartache of that kind of thing. And everyone will say, oh, my dog doesn't go around other people. He doesn't bite anybody. You know what? You never know. Um, you could have a child over, get scraped around the eye, and you just um, can't make those uh, presumptions. But
1: you know what? I'm thinking, I'm listening back to this whole conversation here, and I'm thinking that maybe you should just sneak the pet to the vet one more time. Yeah.
7: I and think you know, so too. <laughs> and, and Christy, I have to say that you know, going to the vet is probably the most important thing. And you know, it, we nowadays we don't just give random shots to dogs when they walk in the door. We really individualize that. So for me, the number one thing would be get that regular exam for your pet, and then then talk about those vaccines. What's necessary? Because there's a lot more to preventative care than just those vaccinations. Okay.
1: Well, I, I appreciate those doors. it, and thank you so much for taking my call. Hold on for one second, if you will. Christy, one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now.
4: Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, space
1: four hundred five. Connect with any one of the Animal Radio Dream Team. We're also on Facebook and uh, YouTube and Twitter. A lot of people twittering about the Michael Vick dealy thing now. Boy, a lot of polarization. Start a little controversy. We we're
7: having some fights here in the office. Here <laughs> we are. We
1: are, we all have different feelings about that. One of the stories that I do like from today's news is about medical marijuana for uh, ducks. I understand that. Uh, well, apparently this French oh, farmer give
15: me a he thinks that you can
1: worm ducks, deworm ducks with uh, marijuana, and he's feeding. they uh giving them. I guess he's not. They're not smoking I, it. Right? I don't
3: know how he's giving them. How do you give marijuana to a duck? I yeah,
1: don't know. I don't. Uh, uh. Yeah, is is does, is marijuana good for deworming? Anything really?
7: You, you know what? I think that is a crazy, idiotic thing to do. <laughs> There's no reason I would ever feed marijuana to an animal of any sort.
1: It's actually um, dangerous, isn't it?
7: Yes, they can have toxicities. And I've treated dogs, you know, that un- unknowingly, you know, how do they get into that bag of marijuana? We don't have any in our house. Um, <laughs> but it happens. And gosh, you know, it can be very dangerous. So I don't buy that. I think that that kind of fits into that old wives, wives tale that, you know, if you get petroleum products, it'll help cure all in, uh, with fleas and ticks and other parasites. I mean, it may kill the animal in the process. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, they I don't th- know. Yeah, I think he was actually taking the marijuana himself. He got busted, and he looked around at the first thing he could find, and a duck that's, walked by, and he says, "Oh, it's for it's the duck." For the duck. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the best excuse I've heard this week.
5: Yeah, try that uh, it's one. for the
1: ducks as a worm repellent. The farmer admitted to smoking some of it himself. By the way, there and he you has go. No wor- worms.
7: Test the ducks. That's what we need to do. Get see, some feather analysis, and we'll test them. See if it's true.
1: Maybe he's run into something. Maybe we're yeah. just being plain ignorant. Let's hit the phones, one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, and it's hard to believe because this is our 10-year anniversary, today is our oh, wow. 10-year anniversary. Amazing. Wow, isn't it amazing? Dr. Debbie's here. She's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani is here. Animal communicator Joey Turner, Vlade the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Susan Sims. Oh, that could only mean one thing. It is time for Joey Volani's tip of the week brought to you by SeniorPetproducts.com. You can get twenty-five percent off your entire purchase at SeniorPetproducts.com. Now's the time to help your older pet and get a huge discount. At the same time, from beds to supplements, stairs to grooming aids, you'll find more than just great stuff for your furry friend friend, friend. <laughs> Look for the animal radio logo and put in the promotion code RADIO S P P before you start shopping. And we go to Sir Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen.
4: So, how? What does your salad and your dog's coat have in common? My salad and my dog's coat—nothing. eggs? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. no, no. Even, no, no. no. Even no, no. no. though eggs aren't good, but olive oil. Olive oil. Okay, I got a, a. Yeah, I got a. I got a great tip for you dogs that 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 have these dull and itchy um dull, long coats and itchy skin. Okay, we're gonna give yourself or your dog, I should say, a little hot oil treatment. Um, I did it with my dog because I do it all the time, and it works wonderful. It figures coming it's from an Italian go- guy, you would do something like that. <laughs> That's right. You know, you just you just gotta just you know leave the garlic and the onions in the refrigerator because you end up getting hungry when you when you start doing that. What you want to do is bathe your pet, okay, like you normally would, um, in your favorite um, you know pet shampoo. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take a, um, depending on the size of your dog, and you want to get good coverage. I'm going to say a, um, small to medium sized dog, about a quarter cup to a half cup of olive oil. Large dog. Does, does know, it matter if it's, paid. uh, virgin olive oil or how it's pressed? Nope, not, not at all. Okay. Just regular straight olive oil. Okay. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna heat it a little bit. And I say a little bit. You don't wanna get it hot. You don't wanna scald. You wanna get it to a nice warm temperature. I mean, as, as warm as, as if you were taking a warm bath, about the same type of temperature. Okay. Now, what you're going to do is you're gonna pour that all over your dog. Okay? Work it in real good down the legs, in between the, the, the um, the feet, the toes, the nails, on the head get it on your dog and cover your dog. Next thing you're going to want to do is wrap your dog in a towel because what you're going to want that to do is you're going to want that to get down into the skin and because most dogs don't have um, pores in their skin. So you're going to want to let that sit there so it absorbs. Let it sit on a good five minutes. Now, this is the tricky part. What you don't want to do is wet the dog first. You want to take your pet shampoo and follow the directions because... If it's a shampoo that needs to be diluted, dilute it the way it says in the instructions. So if it's 15 to 1, 5 to 1, 2 to 1 to 1, whatever it is. Or if it's just to be used directly on, then use it directly on. What you don't want to do is take a concentrated product, which a lot of pet products are, and put that on because that's only going to pull out everything that we're trying to leave behind. Shampoo your dog with it. So dilute it, put it on the coat, shampoo it in, then rinse it off. And what you 're going to do is you're going to have a really really nice silky shiny coat. Your dog is going to get rid of that itchy um, skin because a lot of times right now with 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 the with the heat on people 's houses and all this the dog's um, skin is getting dry just like ours as well uh-huh. and you know what it 's like how it 's like did you ever um i don 't know if you do but I know i do i'm, I'm you know i 'm a big sissy I hate to tell you um, I come out of the shower and um but while i 'm still wet I put you know body oil on and dry myself off and it's, it's basically the same Same idea
1: Please don't use The garlic flavored Olive oil That
4: No yes Just straight olive oil No no flavored. No flavored types
17: they would smell good. good there. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
4: Joey Volani. a really great, great, flea repellent. It, yeah, Oh, with the garlic. Yeah, I bet oh, it with would. the garlic. That's right. That's yeah. right. It would, it would be a good um, people repellent as well.
1: <laughs> Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating his one-year anniversary as we celebrate our tenth-year anniversary on here here at Animal Radio. It wasn't. It went by just this last year, Joey, pretty fast, didn't it?
4: You, you know, Joey, they didn't even get me a cake. You know, you think I would have a cake? You know, <laughs> really? You know, something. Like, yeah. You know, oh, I don't gosh. know. With well, your first year, did you get? I mean, did you get a cake? How shall I tell the truth? No,
1: <laughs> no, no, no! Don't tell them. Okay. Okay, I owe you all cakes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we want to get out with our pets, and we suggest you do that right now. Go grab them, take them outside. It's a beautiful day across most of the country, and have a great week. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here.
4: Bye bye. Bye guys.
2: Thanks, boys and girls. Have a great week. Talk soon. Take care. Okay, bye.